Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I am so excited to share that I am running a three-week food freedom holiday challenge to help you navigate food this holiday with so much ease and control. Just imagine walking into your holiday dinner, feeling so excited and calm, no longer stressing over what you're about to eat, being so present with your loved ones, having so much fun, your belly hurts from laughing so much, not eating too much. You eat everything that you want and feel so confident with your decisions around food. You leave the party feeling so satisfied and so proud of yourself without having any guilt lingering into the next day. And you continue your healthy habits and still prioritize movement and eating healthy because you didn't stuff yourself at the party. This program is going to teach you how to really reconnect back to what really matters around the holidays, how to navigate comments and deal with food pushers, the right mindset going into your social events so that you can enjoy all of your favorite foods with full control, how to avoid the all or nothing, I already messed up mentality and prevent a binge when you're surrounded by foods that you normally don't eat. You are going to have the perfect game plan to enjoy the holidays and all social gatherings with full control confidence and feeling calm around food. We are officially kicking off this food freedom holiday challenge on November 16th. So if you would like to join us, you can go ahead, click the link down below to secure your spot. You can always message me as well. If you have any questions, I am so excited to support you and all the other ladies who will be part of this incredible food freedom challenge. This is such a special time to be with your family enjoy the quality time, be present, and also enjoy all of the delicious food. So I'm so excited. Click the link down below to join us. And let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to share with you guys how I have been consistent with eating intuitively for just over four years now. And I have not redownloaded my fitness pal since then, which honestly seems so crazy because I have always been somebody who's like always been on some diet, whether it was tracking calories and macros, whether it was keto, whether it was intermittent fasting, whether it was following a meal plan, I've always, always, always followed some sort of plan. 
I was never not on a plan because I would always feel like a lost puppy. Hi, Alyssa. I literally would always feel like a lost puppy if I wasn't tracking or following a plan because I didn't trust myself. I went on a diet because I didn't trust myself. It made me feel safe. Dieting made me feel safe. Well, if I just follow this, then maybe I won't binge. If I just follow this, then maybe I'll lose the weight. Like I relied so heavily. Hi, Taylor. I relied so heavily on following some type of diet because I didn't trust myself. And when I started eating intuitively, there were many times where I started eating intuitively and then I went back to dieting. I started eating intuitively and then I went back to dieting. And maybe you guys can relate to that. And like, there's so much fear. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gaining weight. I'm spiraling out of control. This isn't going to work. And there's a lot of fear that comes through eating intuitively, especially when your hunger and fullness cues are out of whack. You don't know when you're hungry. You don't know when you're full. You don't know if this is a binge urge. You don't know if this is a craving. Like there's so much to navigate when you're eating intuitively where it can literally feel like you're a lost puppy. And I have many times gone back to tracking. I'm not going to re-download my fitness pal. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then boom, I did it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then boom, I did it. I did this for many, many years. And now... Like I said, it's been over four years since I've eaten intuitively. I have not had my fitness pal on my phone for over four years, which is still so crazy to think about. But I want to share with you what helped me get to this point. What has allowed me to be super consistent with eating intuitively, have it feel effortless, have it feel super easy and not re-download my fitness pal. So the first thing that I want to say is I needed to have a real heart to heart with myself. I intellectually knew that weighing and tracking and measuring all of my food, number one, not only was it not realistic, number two, it was exhausting, but number three, it actually made me more obsessed with food and calories. It made me binge even more. And it's 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 like such a hard thing to be real with yourself about that because there was like one hand, on one hand I was like, well, it's okay. I'm just going to be more motivated tomorrow. I'm going to get my shit together like for real this time. I'm actually going to stick to the macros. Like for real this time. There was like that part of me. And then there was also another part of me that was like, but you're not doing that. You're not sticking to the macros. You're not sticking to the calories. Like you're, you're, it's not that you're weak. It's not that you're broken. It's not that you're not motivated enough. It's just clearly this isn't meant for you. And you know how hard that was to wrap my head around the fact that I couldn't stick to something. It was really hard because on social media, I'm scrolling and I'm seeing this person, her, her Instagram caption 
Hi, Jillian. I saw this person's Instagram caption. I am so proud of myself. I stuck to all of my macros today and I feel so good. And then at the end of the day, I feel like crap because I felt like what's wrong with me? How come she can stick to macros? How come it's so effortless for her? What's wrong with me? How come I can't stick to my macros? There must be something wrong with me. And then I, I had to just come to the realization, no, I actually wasn't broken. No, there actually wasn't anything wrong with me. I needed to heal my relationship with food. I needed to fix my binge eating because it didn't matter if I was tracking macros, if I was still binging, if I was still feeling out of control with food, if I was still thinking about food 24 seven, it didn't matter if I was tracking my macros because I could never stick to it. So maybe I would do good for a day or maybe a few days, but then I would just binge and I would ruin, quote unquote, ruin all of the progress anyways. So I actually wasn't sticking to it. Even if I, even if I was telling myself I was, I actually wasn't. So that was really like the first step. I needed to get real with myself and get very clear that tracking macros is not the thing that I need to recover from binge eating. Like, I just can't do that. The numbers, the obsession, the exhaustion, like I need to do things in the right order. I got to heal my relationship with food first. Okay. Now, the second thing that I did, I started to build self-trust. I started to get back in tune with my hunger and my fullness cues. This was the biggest game changer for me and helping me stay consistent with intuitive eating. It's really hard to eat intuitively if you don't trust yourself. It's really hard to eat intuitively if you don't know when you're hungry. You don't know when you're full. You don't know if you're experiencing a binge urge. You don't know if you're experiencing a binge craving. These things need to be in place. I would not be here eating intuitively if I didn't trust myself. If I didn't know when I was hungry, those things need to happen. So I really put a focus on that. I, during my meals, I checked in with myself, like, am I hungry? Am I full? I stopped keeping all of the trigger foods out of the house because we know that that's not a sustainable solution. I stopped trying to keep chocolate out of the house. I actually brought the trigger foods in my house. And of course, there's a step-by-step process of how I particularly did this. And I, I'm, depending on when I um, am posting this recording, I am going to be doing a masterclass. Maybe, uh, I'm not sure the, the specific date that I'm putting this out on, but whether I'm hosting it live or you can catch the replay, you can always message me about the masterclass that I'm doing on how to build trust with trigger foods. You can just DM me on, on Instagram if you're interested in building trust with trigger foods. But I started to make peace with trigger foods so that I can actually trust myself. I started to build trust within myself of what, what do I actually like? What foods do I actually want to eat? Not what foods do I have to eat? 
like not focusing on how many grams of carbs and how many grams of protein and how many grams of fat I'm, I'm supposed to eat. I trusted myself to eat when I was hungry. I trusted myself to grab a snack if I wanted a snack. I trusted myself to stop eating when I was full. I had to build that self-trust and it took time. But if we don't do this, it's going to feel like intuitive eating doesn't work. If I didn't build self-trust, I would have re-downloaded my fitness pal. If I didn't get back in tune with my hunger and fullness cues, I would have definitely re-downloaded my fitness pal. So that was like the second biggest piece of like, I took time to build self-trust around all foods. I took time to trust myself. When you're, when you're tracking macros or you're following a plan, you can't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself. And that's why you're on the plan. I don't trust myself. So I have to, I have to rely on an app to tell me how much I should eat. You can't build trust when you're tracking. You can't. You can't. The only way you're going to build self-trust is if you stop tracking. So that's what really happened for me. Now, the third biggest thing that helped me to become consistent with eating intuitively for over four years is I don't judge my food choices. It does not matter if I feel like a bottomless pit one day. It doesn't matter if I'm eating way more than I normally eat. I don't care if I'm craving all of the chocolate today and tomorrow and next week. I don't judge myself. I want it, so I eat it, period, end of story. When I used to judge myself, I used to be pissed off at myself. I used to feel guilty. I used to feel bad. I felt like I was doing something wrong. And that judgment led me into a binge every time. And then I would binge and then there would be more guilt, more shame, more judgment. And then there would that would lead into, I got to clean up my act. I need to do better tomorrow. And then I would restrict myself. And then it just repeated itself. I don't judge myself. Eating intuitively means being in tune with your body. Yes, you might eat more on some days than others. Yes, you might crave sweets on certain days compared to other days. That is okay. I've been able to maintain intuitive eating for over four years because I don't judge myself. I want vegetables. I want all the vegetables today. And then tomorrow, I just want oatmeal for dinner and oatmeal for breakfast or waffles for breakfast and also waffles for dinner. That's okay. I don't judge myself. In fact, yesterday, it was actually so funny. I was sitting on the couch. I was chillaxing. And I said, I'm going to make some chocolate chip pancakes. And I asked Andrew, I said, do you you want some? I'm going to make some for me. And he's like, no, I I don't want that. I'm going to have, he said something like, I want, I want to have like a real dinner. I want to have like a real dinner. It was like five o'clock or something. I didn't have dinner yet. I'm like, I want pancakes. I want chocolate chip pancakes. My body is craving chocolate chip pancakes. And he's like, no, like not in a rude way. He was just like, no, I'm I'm just going to have like, I'm going to have dinner. Like I'm going to have real dinner. And I just like laughed a few years ago. That would have triggered the shit out of me. 
I would have been so pissed off. And then I would have been questioning myself. Well, maybe I shouldn't have chocolate chip pancakes. Maybe I should also have dinner. Like, what's wrong with me? Why am I craving chocolate chip pancakes? I didn't even eat dinner. Like, who am I to eat chocolate chip pancakes? He doesn't want chocolate chip pancakes. Why am I going to eat it? I don't want to look like the, I don't want to look like the fat one. I don't want to look like, you know, I'm eating chocolate chip pancakes and then he's going to be eating some vegetables and protein for dinner. Like, I don't want that. Today, I don't judge myself. I made myself the damn chocolate chip pancakes and they tasted so freaking good. And I loved every bite of it. Mm, So good. So good. I don't judge myself. This is so important, you guys. It does not matter. It does not matter if you are craving something and somebody else is, is not craving it. That's okay. There are many moments where let's say Andrew wants to go out for ice cream and I'm like, no, I don't feel like that. That's okay. That's me listening to my body. I don't judge myself. I don't judge myself. And that is a huge reason of why I've been able to be consistent with intuitive eating. Because if I judged myself for having those chocolate chip pancakes, then the next day I would have been like, see, why did I have that? Oh my gosh. I would have binge. And then I would have been like, Oh, see, now your stomach hurts and you regret it every single time. Oh, okay. You know what? Just go back to the freaking diet plan. Just go back to tracking macros. Clearly you can't trust yourself. You didn't even have a proper dinner. Like, what are you doing? There's none of that. Okay. Number four, the fourth reason why I've been able to be so consistent with eating intuitively is I check in with myself every day. How do I feel today? How do I feel? How are my emotions? How am I feeling? I allow myself to feel how I feel and I process my emotions through breath work, through, you know, certain journaling activities. I practice this daily. How do I feel? Okay, I'm sad. Okay, that's okay. I'm allowed to be sad. Process it, move on. Okay, I'm triggered. Okay, process it, move on. I don't love what I'm seeing in the mirror today. Okay, process it and move on. I don't let my emotions consume me. I don't let my emotions consume me. I process my emotions. I feel my emotions. When we don't feel, when we don't process, that's when you turn to food for comfort, for relief in hopes that it will make you feel better. We all know food doesn't make us feel better. So it's like you turn to food to try to feel better, but then you feel worse because now you're full and you're sad or you're full and you're triggered or you're full and you had a bad body image day and it just builds. And of course, of course, you're gonna wanna go back to tracking calories and macros because it's like, crap, I don't feel good. I need to get back to feeling better. But you don't have to go back to tracking calories and macros. You have to get, you have to actually work through what is causing you to turn to food. You have to actually work through your emotions. It's easy. The easy way out is I feel stressed. I'm going to turn to food. Because I turn to food, I feel really bad 
I have to go back on my diet and track again. That's the easy way out. The harder way out, the more, but more successful and long-term sustainable way out is I'm feeling stressed or I'm having a bad body image today. I'm going to feel through it. I'm going to process it. I'm going to cope through my emotions so that I don't turn to food. So that I don't turn to food because if I don't turn to food, I'm not going to binge. I'm not going to self-sabotage. And when I don't do that, I don't have the need to re-download my fitness pal because I'm not doing anything. I'm not self-sabotaging. I've processed, I've coped with my emotions. That's why I love breath work. Fastest way to be able to cope with my emotions without turning to food. Really, really important. Now, (laughs) number five, maybe some of you guys who are really busy can resonate with this. I literally am too busy living my best life to be sitting there tracking and weighing and measuring my food. Like I run my own business. I love what I do. I have the most amazing clients. Like I have a business. I have a job. I I show up for myself. I have clients. I have a husband. I have a house to clean. Just like you guys. I don't have time to sit there stressing, wondering how many macros I have left. What the heck am I allowed to eat? I don't have time for that. I'm like, you know how much this consumes in my day? Like I think back to when I was tracking, it consumed my entire day. Like I couldn't focus on work. I couldn't focus on my husband. I couldn't focus on anything else because I was just like in my phone all day from the time that I woke up until like the time that I went to bed. And now I'm like, how do people have time for this? You know, like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, I am trying to like make processes quicker in my life. Like, how can I be more effective at doing laundry? How can I be more effective at doing dishes? How can I be more effective of like making breakfast? Okay. You know what? Normally I make waffles for breakfast, which I love, but I'm going to like batch them. So I make a bunch so that I have leftovers for tomorrow. Like I am always trying to like quicken the processes of things because I don't want to be spending so much time in the kitchen with food in my phone, counting, weighing, tracking, measuring. I don't have time for that. I have more important, exciting things going on in my life right now that I can actually focus on since I'm not thinking about food and calories and I want to stay, I want to keep it that way. So that's just kind of like a mindset perspective too of like, I've been able to stay consistent with eating intuitively because it's sustainable. I went out for dinner with Andrew the other night. We went out for pizza, effortless. What do I want to eat? This looks good. I'm going to order it. I wasn't like, well, I really want this type of pizza, but mm, the macros are too high and I'm not allowed. So I'm going to settle for this pizza. Like there's no settling here. I want that. I get it. I order. It's easy. It's effortless. And it saves me time. I'm not spending all week leading up to date night in my phone trying to calculate numbers. Like that's another thing too. (sighs) I hate math. I am not a mathematician. I still use my fingers to count what's what's three plus four. I'm like using my fingers or I'm pulling out my calculator. I'm like tracking is too many, too many numbers, too much math. 
I'm like, it, it's just too much for me. I go to my parents' house. My mom has all this delicious food, like what mom doesn't, you know, I'm like going in her freezer for all these like treats. And then her fridge is like full of stuff. And like, I can't even just like picture myself sitting there with my scale, like measuring out her chili or measuring out the stew or measuring out. Like, I just, I, I just can't, I honestly, I can't. So that's a huge reason why I've been consistent. Like it's just sustainable. It's easy. It's effortless. Again, when you've done the other things that I've shared, which is like getting back into with your hunger and fullness cues, trusting yourself, all of that needs to be in place. Now, number six, I make sure all of my meals are satisfying. When I feel satisfied, I'm done. When I'm satisfied, I've had enough. When I'm satisfied, I don't need to go look for more food. I'm good. When you aren't satisfied because you only have protein left and you're like trying to drink a protein shake and you don't even really like it, you're like, this would have been a really, like, this would have been better if I could add like blueberries or even almond milk for Pete's sakes. Like, this would have been so much better if I can add like a banana or almond butter to this. But instead, you're like, well, I only have the macros that I have left are protein. So I'm just going to have a protein shake and you're not even satisfied. It's really easy to go look in the cupboards for more food. It's really easy to keep on eating. It's really easy to go to the snack that you actually want to eat because you're looking for satisfaction. Now I'm satisfied. I eat what I want. I stop when I'm full and I move on. I don't look, I don't keep looking in the cupboards for more food because I'm satisfied. Satisfaction is a huge, important step to eating intuitively. You're satisfied, you're good. You're satisfied, you can stop when you're full. You're satisfied, you can move on with your day. A lack of, satisfa- a lack of satisfaction leaves you going back at your desk and still thinking about the chocolate in the cupboards. A lack of satisfaction means you're on a meeting and you're trying to focus, but all you can think about is the lunch that you actually wanted to eat. So satisfaction is really important. Now, the last thing that I want to say is I listen to my body. Because I listen to my body and I respect my body, I can naturally stop eating when I'm full. Because I have freedom to eat what I want, I don't end up in this all or nothing mentality. I don't have this black or white thinking. Like I don't feel the need to overeat at all of my meals. Like the food's going to be there tomorrow. The food's going to be there the next day. Like it's such a refreshing feeling knowing that like the food, like the food's not going anywhere. When I was tracking, I was in scarcity mode. Like let's say we ordered pizza. We ordered pizza And then there was like two slices left for leftovers. I would be stressing all day the next day because I'm like, what if Andrew eats them for lunch that I'm not going to have any? Maybe I should just eat them now for breakfast because I want them and I don't want him to take them. Like there was so much scarcity. Now I'm like, if I really want pizza, I can go get pizza. Like there's no off limit. Like I can go get pizza. I can, I can eat it tomorrow. I can eat it the next day. Like there's no scarcity. This is what allows me to be sustainable. 
with eating intuitively. There's no judgment. I'm satisfied. I have the freedom to eat what I want. This is actually effortless. I thought eating intuitively was like spiraling out of control and gaining a bunch of weight. And it feels that way. Number one, if you're at the very beginning and you're trying to do this on your own, that's when it feels really scary. When I try to do intuitive eating on my own, I, I, I downloaded my fitness pal every single time, every single time. When I stopped trying to do it on my own and I hired a coach, then I was like, oh, okay, I feel, I feel safer. Ooh, this is actually part of the process. I started to understand my hunger and fullness. I started to build self-trust. And then it made it so much easier to keep going. But when you're trying to do this on your own, you're like questioning, like, this isn't going to work. How can I trust the process? Well, it, it, it's a process, but you have to build self-trust. You have to like get back into with your hunger and fullness cues. And you might need some support with that. I know I did because I was like, I don't know when I'm hungry. I don't know when I'm full. Like, I don't know. Right. So I wanted to share that. Those are really the things that help me stay consistent with eating intuitively. And this is what can help you not only start intuitive eating, but maintain it long-term without reverting back to dieting habits, without re-downloading my fitness pal. I've had clients that have came to me tracking macros and like living inside of my fitness pal. And now they're like, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine weighing and tracking my food anymore. I, I can't even imagine. Like there's just no way. And I, I feel that same way too. But before I was like, no, 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 I'm going to be weighing and tracking my food until I'm like 80 years old. Like, I don't even care. Like, this is just what I do. I'm always on a diet. Like, I don't trust myself. I have to stick to this. And now to be here, it's been over four years and I haven't tracked or went back to dieting. Like, it's just, it's just, it feels so good. I can't even imagine pulling out my scale and like, okay, for breakfast, we're going to have two eggs. Okay. I'm going to plug that in. How many grams of, pro I can't even think about that anymore. So you will absolutely get to this point as well too. Doesn't matter if you've tracked for, you know, five years, 10 years, a year, a few months, it doesn't matter. You can absolutely get to this place of eating intuitively, having such an easy, effortless, balanced relationship with food. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Here's to trusting yourself, honoring your body, respecting your body, listening to your hunger and fullness cues, and maintaining a sustainable way of eating. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys.